0: Hey everyone, welcome to the When the Cleats Come Off podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Burkhart. And boy, do I have an episode for you this week. I am so stoked to share the story. And the reason why is because role models are amazing. I kid you not, I had a lesson this morning. And uh this lesson is younger. I think she's between 10 and 12. And apparently there is a younger athlete, younger softball player that knows her. And she found out that she looks up to her. And when she did that, basically she found this out by the younger athlete saying how, you know, I don't want to give away names, but the older athlete had gotten a ring because they got second place at a tournament and they got these really cool rings. And the younger athlete was like, oh my gosh, I want one of those too. And this past weekend she got it. And you should see the look on the face of the older athlete. She goes, Like, I don't understand why she would want to listen and follow me. And I'm like, you got to think about it this way. There's always somebody younger than you, or even just less experienced as you, that's always going to be looking up to you. So we can either take that as a privilege, or we can look at that as some pressure. And so today, hopefully, you can walk away from this episode knowing that this is definitely a privilege. You know, having the role model mindset of someone's always watching you. Could one, help you in realizing that someone's always watching you. So if you pout and you get upset after a strikeout, the person that's younger than you or less experienced is probably going to do the same thing you did when you failed. But if you think about having the role model mindset, then knowing how you react to failure is likely how someone else is going to react to it. You start doing it in a much better way. You hold your head high. After a strikeout, maybe you go up to your next teammate and say, hey, I know I didn't get it done, but you can, and encouraging them and then holding your head high, holding you know, everyone around you accountable. Those are traits that somebody younger than you is looking at. So it's a really beautiful thing having a role model. And this week's episode is going to go straight into the power of one, having a role model and two, having a role model mindset. Hey there, I'm Ashley Burkhart, owner of Ashley V Training, former D1 athlete, and professional athlete in the game of softball. I even spent a little bit of time coaching at the college level as well, but... Now I coach athletes, and especially youth athletes, and I try to teach them the ways to become the very best versions of themselves. And I know that they can't do that without a support system that will do anything and everything to make sure their dreams and their goals happen for them. A lot of times I hear parents and coaches saying, hey, I'm just going to dish my athlete off to you. Hopefully you can figure out what her issue is. Here's the deal. That's not how we should coach. That's not how we should parent. And I can tell you right now, I'm not a parent, but your athlete is the most influenced by you. And I truly believe that you are one of the reasons why she plays the game. And I truly believe you are one of the reasons why she plays so hard. So if we can learn from some of the greats, I'm going to have some of the best softball players, some of the best softball players, parents, even my parents and my family are going to be on this podcast, sharing our journeys with you so that when the cleats do come off, you know what to say so that she can learn from her mistakes sooner so that she can become the best version of her. And that's what we want. We want our athletes to be able to thrive. And that's why we're here. So, welcome to this podcast. This is going to get real. This is going to get deep. And I'm here to challenge your thinking. That's why I coach. I'm really excited for you to be here. And I can't wait to hear who else is going to be along this journey with us, learning from some of the best. I'm going to be learning too. So, whip out your notebook and let's head to the next episode. So, I have to start with this story. Uh, that just happened in 2018. So two years ago. And it's one of those that like, when I think about it, I start getting kind of emotional because I did not realize the impact that I had on others. But I was leading a camp, an Ashley Burkhart training camp in South Bend, Indiana in 2018. And I had this lineup of elite coaches helping me. I had four D1 softball players, current D1 softball players helping me out. And we were doing a segment on the power of having a role model. So I start the conversation and I talk about how Caitlin Lowe, who played at Arizona, was one of the athletes that I aspired to be when I was younger. And I'm going to actually share a little bit of a story about Caitlin Lowe later in this episode. But I was sharing about how she was my role model growing up. And then I had the rest of the lineup of D1 softball players tell the whole like probably 30 kids that were there who their role models were. And so you heard names like Jenny Finch was one of them. uh, Jenna Simon, who played at Notre Dame, who actually, ironically, I played with. She was one of the other athletes' role models growing up because she played from the same area. And all of a sudden, so my sister goes, my sister, who is currently playing at UNC, she straight up just said, Well, my role model growing up was Ashley. And I looked at her in like disbelief, like, seriously you're me and so she was like yeah it was easily you because whenever you had a tournament I always wanted to go to the tournament and watch you play and I was always there at every single tournament and when you hit in the backyard with dad I wanted to hit in the backyard with dad and I'm starting to like replay that whole you know upbringing and I'm just like oh my gosh you were always there and so, of course, me, I get all emotional and I start crying, like just not bawling, but just like shedding some tears. And all the athletes were like, "Oh my gosh, she's crying! Like, what's wrong with her?" And it was, it was just hilarious, but also just, as you can see, I didn't even realize that um, I had that much of an impact on my sister loving the game as much as me. And you know, without a doubt, I truly believe that she has more talent than I ever have had. And you know, I have. All the belief in the world that she's going to be better than I ever was. But, you know, it's crazy to think about how someone is always watching you. And, you know, I did kind of play with that mindset sometimes. Like I knew that, you know, if I were to get really upset after a strikeout or make an error and, you know, look upset and be upset and really just bring my team down, that was like almost giving permission to my younger sisters to do the same thing. So I had to hold, you know, not a chip on my shoulder, but somewhat of a, Keep my chest high even when things weren't going well. Because if I were to show those negative emotions, that would allow permission for my sisters to have that negative emotion. So, you know, a role model mindset is something that I adopted at a pretty young age because, you know, I'm five and eight years older than my sisters and they were always looking up to me. Uh, So I kind of had to adopt that. But as soon as I did, I realized that I became a better athlete because I had to have that type of poise. And, you know, understanding that failures happen and how we react to them is very important because someone can always be watching you. And when I started playing that way, things just started going so much better for me in my game. So, um, you know, if you're an older sibling or you have an older sibling, just remind them that someone else is always going to be watching. You know, if, if you have younger kids or, you know, if your athlete's exposed to younger athletes they are truly a role model for someone else. So simply reminding them of that, may be able to bring out their inner edge and be like, you know what? That is such a good point. Like if I pout, it gives them, their, them permission to pout. So just kind of having that mindset in the back of your head of, hey, someone's always watching you. Don't think of it as pressure. Think of it as it's a privilege. It's something that someone else is looking at you because you're better at the game than they are at that moment and they're learning from you always. So, it's a really important reminder to, you know, maybe whip that conversation out with one of your kids or you know, even if it's your younger sibling, like hey, look up to your older sibling. Like if, you know, so and so, your older sibling, uh, is doing something amazing, looking at your younger one and saying, "You know what? Hey, look at look at so and so. They're they're being very poised right now. They're doing things that, you know, they're outworking everybody else. They're hustling like crazy." Um, you know, just pinpointing those amazing things to look at is very crucial. Um, so I wanted to share that story because, you know, when Christina said that, she caught me off guard. I was not prepared for that. But it was a beautiful moment where I realized that, hey, like she was always watching and it's a beautiful thing. So, like I said before, I was gonna bring up Caitlin Lowe. So me being the oldest child of three, I didn't have an older sibling to look up to growing up. But what I did have was television. And what I did have was my dad, who always wanted to watch softball on TV whenever it was up. Um, so when I was growing up, really the only softball on TV was the Women's College World Series. So pretty much every, like, even the games going up to the Women's College World Series, I don't even think were on TV. But anyway, you know, the teams that were normally playing were, you know, UCLA, Arizona. I mean, there's there's just like so many, probably Florida and other and then other teams that were, you know, playing lights out when I was growing up. But those teams were the ones that dad and I would watch. And, you know, as I started watching Arizona play, there was a slapper, and her name was Caitlin Lowe, and she was extravagant at the game of softball. She slapped and she hit for power and she dropped a butt whenever she wanted. She stole bases like crazy. She was super aggressive. And, you know, as soon as I started watching her play, which was right around the time I moved from the right side of the plate to the left side of the plate, I was like, I want to be like Caitlin. I want to play the game that she plays it. And, you know, it's she's just so good. Like her, it, I can talk about her for days, but her first step in the outfield towards balls, spectacular. Her first step out of the box after making contact, amazing. Her aggressiveness on the bases, making the defense look, making them look silly. She was so good at that. And, you know, if I could say that there was a game of someone who I wanted to play like, it was always her. So having her as, you know, my role model was like the most fun thing because dad would make sure every game that she played, it was recorded because he knew how much I loved her. And we would go over that game together. So for example, all those all those things that she was so good at, Dad and I were looking at those things so tentatively and so, you know, almost like we would break it down in a way to where, you know, TiVo was just coming out. Dad would like rewind, you know, right before she slapped it or rewind right before she got a ball in the outfield. And he'd be like, watch her first step. He'd be like, watch her footwork. Um, And it was just like so fun to be able to, you know, take a game that she played and watch her in her perspective. Because, you know, I wanted to be like her one day. So watching how she played the game was like how I wanted to present myself when I played. So, you know, when I was, I was a triple threat for a long period of time growing up, thanks to Caitlin, but it was so fun trying to like almost quote unquote, be like Caitlin when I was out in the field. So, for example, I mean, there were balls that, you know, Caitlin made spectacular plays on. And when I was in the outfield, I would say, like, give me a diving play or give me something that, like, I can make a great play on because that's something that Caitlin would do. Um, And same thing in the box when she's hitting. I was like, okay, you know, in the defense, you know, third and and first are so far in and even short and second, like they're really far in. What would Caitlin do in this situation? oh, she hit a line drive over the infield to get her a base hit. And so kind of playing with that, what would Caitlin do mentality really helped me in a ton of ways because it made me like think outside the box in most situations. And it, it allowed me to be, you know, pretty decent at slapping and, you know, at hitting for power and at playing outfield simply because I had her as that person I always looked up to. So Caitlin Lowe is basically the person that I studied you know, we even like, let's say they weren't even playing on TV. I would look up YouTube videos of like former games that she had played. And dad and I would diagnose that game, you know, backwards and forwards and know exactly what happens. Um, you know, I even remember a play where she went so hard at a ball into the outfield and the ball went straight into the wall. And so did she, and she, the, I think the ball was like in her glove when she, and she made the catch. But the impact she made on the wall was so hard. And honestly, it made the loudest noise ever. But I remember her like falling. And I think dad and I were watching this live. And I was just like, OMG. She just went all out on that ball. No, she didn't even make the catch. But like, that's BA. Like, that is intense. And just the way that she played was always all out. And it was something that I just respected so much as as a player aspiring to be like Caitlin. So it was just amazing to watch her play. And like even situations like that where like she made a mistake or, you know, I can't even say she made a mistake. She just hit a wall. But, you know, watching her, you know, make great plays, but also watching her commit errors and how she carried herself after she made the errors was a beautiful thing. And, you know, Caitlin, whenever she would mess up, she wouldn't hold her head down. She wouldn't, you know, not be pumped up in the dugout afterwards, you know, to try to get her teammates to be encouraged. She was a great teammate and she handled failure so well. And it was another one of those things where if I'm going to be like Caitlin, she wouldn't hold her head mopey after a strikeout or she wouldn't hold her head mopey if the ball went to the fence. Like, no, she'd be a gamer and she'd be ready for the next ball. So, you know, learning those things from Caitlin was something that you know, help me become the best version of myself. And this is again why having a role model is crucial. So I want you to try to help your daughter find that role model for her. And, you know, I'm not saying you need to just pick one because let's be honest, Jenny Finch, incredible role model. Um, you know, even I did an interview with Amanda Lorenz who played at Florida and the accolade she got, I think she was an All American four years in a row. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, I did an interview with her and you can find it on my YouTube channel, Ashley Burkhart Training. But, you know, she is one of the most amazing role models in this game. And you'll see it in the interview. You'll see just how passionate she is about playing and competing. And to be honest, she was probably the best leader and teammate I have ever witnessed. Um, You know, I just love watching her play the game. So I know that Amanda Lorenz is, you know, a great role model for a lot of girls that watch her. So, you know, you don't have to have just one role model. But there should be a couple, you know, people that, you know, you look up to or your daughter looks up to um, that she can say, you know, I want to be like her. I want to I want to play the game like her. I want to go all out like Jesse Warren or, you know, I want to pitch, you know, a rise ball as good as Monica Abbott or a drop ball as good as Kat Osterman. So just having that mindset of somebody's really good at something and you're like, I want to be that good. These Athletes are literally paving the way for you to succeed. They've done all the things to get to where they are, and you can literally follow in their footsteps. And, you know, having the mindset of what would Caitlin do? What would Monica do? What would Jenny do? What would Amanda do? Having that mindset as an athlete is super powerful to be able to overcome adversity. It's huge. So, if your athlete does not have a role model yet, really help her to try to think, you know, who is it that she would aspire to be? Because if you can watch them play, it's almost like the roadmap to pursuing your own dream. And hopefully if you listen to last week's episode, you have a dream in mind. And so you can kind of tie this episode with the last one with, you know, what type of goals do you have? Do you have a goal to be an All-American? Do you have a goal to, to hit third in the lineup? Okay, well, if your goal is to hit third in the lineup, Go watch some college softball and watch those number three hitters. What are some things they do really well? What are some things that, you know, when they fail or when they swing at a bad pitch, what are they doing? Analyzing how they play the game is basically your roadmap to how you can be a clutch third hitter in the lineup too. All right. So I got one final story of the Caitlin Lowe that, you know, kind of really felt full circle for me. But so Caitlin was obviously older than I was and I never got to play against her. But when I was at Purdue University, it was my junior year. So it's 2013. Purdue was playing Arizona and I believe it was actually at Arizona and they were ranked number 16 at the time. And, you know, I remember playing that game with this intense fire because Caitlin was in the dugout as an assistant coach And knowing she was in the other dugout, first of all, I like fangirled before the game. I was like, oh, my God, Caitlin's in the dugout. We got to win. Like, we got to play hard. We got we got to figure out a way to to beat these guys. And I know she wasn't like technically on the other side of the field. Like she wasn't playing, but still that inner fire of, you know, wanting to prove that I was really good in front of my idol was kind of like that little fire under my butt to want to just perform well. And I was just looking up the stats before this. And I went three for three that game, scored two runs. I got walked in that game. And I just remember feeling like this utmost confidence in my abilities because I wasn't playing, you know, I didn't want to play well just to show her that I was good. I wanted to play well for myself. I wanted to play well to be seen as someone that is just a baller and a gamer. And, you know, even though, you know, odds are against us, us being, you know, a mid-major in the Big 10 versus, you know, one of the top teams that Arizona was, it was like what do we have to lose? And, you know, playing against my role model really brought that fire in me to want to do well. And so, obviously had a pretty decent performance. Um I remember rocking a line drive over center fielder's head and I got a double out of it. It was just like a fun game and I remember like peeking into the dugout every once in a while when I was on base. Just like, wow, I feel like I'm living a dream. But I don't think it's just coincidence that I played really well against Arizona in that game. I mean, they had one of their top pitchers in the game and, you know, I just, I just really believed that I could just do something incredible. And that was the fire. That was the fire for me to, you know, have that great three for three performance and just hit the ball so hard with the utmost confidence. And it was because I had that inner, you know, fire inside me and that drive to want to beat them. And it came from that role model mindset and that role model mentality as well. So it was just an incredible game. It was so much fun. But we lost. We ended up losing five to four. I know it's like (laughs) it's like the sad end of the story. But I walked away from that game knowing that I gave everything that I had. And therefore, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't upset that we lost. I was truly just like, wow, I gave it my all. And that's all I could have done. And I remember going through, you know, at the end of the game, you handshake the other team. And, you know, I get to Mike Andrea, which is one of the most legendary coaches in the world. And he squeezed my hand, looked me dead in the eye and goes, great job, kid. And then right, I think it was right after him, Caitlin was there. And then I like hitting Caitlin's hand just with a smile. I tried not to fangirl, but who knows what I actually looked like. But all in all, it was one of my favorite performances I've ever had. And again, I don't think it was coincidence. I truly believe it was because I had that inner drive and, you know, utmost respect for my role model and the fact that I really wanted to play well because she was watching. Um, but that type of mentality, it's not like I was only going to play well that game because of her. But, you know, being able to take that what would Caitlyn do mindset and like having her in front of me was you just it's an uncomparable feeling. It's it's hard to describe how that moment was, but again, it's just a lot of power in being able to know that, you know, your role model helped you become who you are and all you want to do is just show them what you got. And so, from that performance, that's kind of how you know, I played that game. So, all in all, from this podcast episode, I hope that you really get that Inner excitement of you know wanting to have a role model and wanting to you know see a better future for yourself as an athlete and using you know other people as examples of you know what the road's going to look like for you to become the best version of you. So just understand too, you may fall short some si- sometimes, like I did in that game. Like we lost five to four, but who you become when you have that inner drive uh, might be exactly who you want to be. And that performance was one of the best performances I had. So, of course, you know, having that mentality of what would Caitlin do in that mindset, you know, it carried on with me throughout my career. When I was struggling at the plate or, you know, when I had an error, a lot of times in my brain, I would think of that role model of Caitlin Lowe and be like, what would she do in this situation? Oh, she'd hold her head high. She'd be ready for the next ball. So understanding that you know there's so much power in having a role model and there's so much power in being able to go down the road that they did in order to become the version of them that you aspire to be, there's tons and tons of power in that. So if your athlete doesn't have a role model, I really encourage you to think of maybe one or two or maybe even three athletes that maybe are in the shoes that she wishes to be one day and use them as the perfect model for, you know, who she can try to act like and be like, you know, when it comes down to leadership and, you know, how hard they play and things like that. It's a powerful thing. But, you know, one thing I also want to add here too is you don't want to have those people that you look up to but are jealous or envious of. I was never envious of Caitlyn Lowe. I was just admiring the way she played and you don't want to pick an athlete who you know is someone that you you see you know every day and you know let's say they're your a they they're your daughter's age she plays the same position because you don't want them to feel jealous of their play you truly want her to feel like this person's going to bring out the best in me type of a thing so make sure you choose wisely who that role model is I think my dad definitely approved of Caitlin Lowe because of the many hours we watched her play together. But role models can also be like me and my sister, where my sister always watching me play. And, you know, what the things I was learning, I was teaching her. So it's like a beautiful, you know, full circle um, moment for me to be able to know that, you know, young athletes do maybe aspire to be in the shoes that I was and, you know, <laughs> Since we're going there, this is the whole purpose of the podcast is to be able to share all the things that kind of went into me becoming a D1 athlete and a professional athlete eventually. And, you know, now aspiring to build, you know, a, an, an amazing softball business, but also just outlet for parents and athletes and coaches to really learn more about the game in ways that it's it's just easy. And that's what I love about podcasts. You can listen to them anywhere. Hopefully this episode really excited you or even your athlete to want to have a role model because the potential that she has when she has one is out of this world. And I'm so excited to hear who your daughter's role models are. So um, if you could either write in the comment section of this podcast or even go to my ABT community on Facebook, I would love to hear who your daughter's role models are. And, you know, if there's three of them, great. If there's only one, great. But I really want to hear who they are. So potentially I could actually bring them on to an interview, um, just like I did with Amanda and a couple other athletes that I've met, too. I already have some pretty cool interviews lined up that I'm so excited with some of the elite athletes that I'm sure your daughters are definitely aspiring to be like as well. But let me know who your daughter's role models are so I can create episodes around that And also interview some of these athletes because I cannot wait to get their voices in your ears and the ears of your athletes because they have so many incredible stories to tell and I can't wait to get them to you. So don't forget, put that into the ABT community on Facebook or even in the comments on this podcast. I cannot wait to see who your daughter's role models are. And also, I wanted to let you know that even though Caitlin was my role model playing, I also still have a role model to this day. Um, I just, literally listened to this episode, podcast episode on the School of Greatness podcast with Carrie Walsh Jennings. And Carrie Walsh, if you guys don't know, she's an Olympian uh, beach volleyball player that has won, oh gosh, tons of gold medals. And she will be playing in the 2021 Olympics. But anyway, just the way she you know, handled handled herself in that interview and the way she plays, her mentality is very similar to mine. And now she runs this awesome 1440 business. I don't want to go into too much detail, but basically she's an entrepreneur in her own right. And it's definitely aspiring for me um, to kind of want to be like her. I know that kind of sounds silly, but, you know, even though I had that role model of Caitlin growing up, I don't play anymore, but there are other people in my life now that I look up to as well. So, you know, even parents that are listening to this, I think not just your athlete, but you should also have a role model, somebody that like, you love the way they do their thing and maybe it's similar to what you do or maybe it's something that you don't do but you wanted to do having them as almost like the people that we follow it's like the perfect roadmap for us to become a better version of ourselves so I hope we all can jump out of our own shell and kind of try um, new things fail often I always say that but fail along the way because that's how it's going to lead us to where we need to be Um, but you know, having a role model in mind is going to help us get there and it's really going to help us get there quicker and get over adversity faster. So I hope you love this episode. Please, please, please share this with anybody that you can think of, um, that might love this and want to be a part of the conversation when it comes to role models. But thanks for tuning in this week. Next week on the episode, I'm so stoked to give you a lineup of 10 things you can do from home to work on your game. So that could be your physical game or your mental game. And you guys know how much I love talking about mental games. So strategies that you can do to help boost your confidence, to help make you stronger physically and mentally. These are the 10 things that I'm going to give you. So especially now that, you know, quarantine isn't a thing as much now as it was a few months ago, but I truly think it's important to go over things that you can do from home to build your physical and mental game. So we will be tapping into that conversation next week. Same time, same place, right here on the Ashley Burkhart When the Cleats Come Off podcast. So there you have it. Another episode of When the Cleats Come Off is completed. And if you loved it, I would love if you shared this with your softball community. The only way this game grows is if we have people like you that are eager to learn more and are eager to also share that new knowledge with other people. So if this episode really brought somebody that you know into fruition in your brain and you know that they can learn from this conversation, I would love it if you shared it with them because the more people that can learn from this type of conversation, I think the better the game of softball gets. And who knows, maybe this will be shared with other people in other sports because I truly believe some of these conversations, they don't just hit the game of softball, they hit all sports. And if there are people that come to your brain, I would love more than anything if you shared it. If you do share it, make sure you tag me on instagram facebook twitter whatever social platform you hang out on i would love to see that you're sharing this and i would love to see some of your favorite parts if you do share it make sure to tag me on facebook instagram twitter guys i'm even on tiktok ashley b training and at Smashly underscore four is where you can find me and make sure you tell me which part was your favorite I want to know what resonated with you so that I can create more content like that for you to share with your softball community. I can't wait to share another episode with you, same time, same place, next week. See you later.